Welcome to another episode of Passing Stones with John and Spencer. John, we got another sales bro here today, and um, yeah, I don't know. What do you want to say about him? Fox Pest Control. Fox he, Pest Control. He was Fox Pest Control. He was. I, I have to say that um, Mike is like the epitome of, as we were out uh, selling in New York, he was like the epitome of... In a way, he—I mean—he—he he was still a sales rope, but yet he still tore down the culture of sales rope. So he would say uh-huh. so many things in in meetings that would just make me laugh. He's just—he's <laughs> just a good guy. But welcome to the show, Mike. Thanks. When you said sales bro, I like turned around for a second. I was like, what? <laughs> I thought I was on the show. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> so you don't like that stigma of sales bro, then? Nah, bro. Nah, bro. Nah, nah. bro. I mean, yeah, I guess that was the wrong poor. Wording. There are a couple people on the team, but Mike was definitely the he was he was an enigma on the team. An enigma, just totally different. <laughs> yeah, it was good. Yeah. That is good. That is good. But I do just for just for fun. I want you right now to uh, try to try to convince our beautiful wife Mackenzie <laughs> to um to to sell. Well, is she can be of, now. Is that part of being on the show? We'll see how well your sales pitch is. <laughs> but. <laughs> Anyway, just um, tell her, uh, give her a pitch on why she should come out and uh, sell for Fox Pest Control. Bro, okay. <laughs> Listen up. <laughs> All right. I'm like going to switch into like, girl, you want a piece of this? I'll tell you why. This pie is huge. Like, you can get a house. You can get a car. You can get another wife, husband. <laughs> add as many people as you want into this relationship because we all have each other. We belong to each other and we treat each other like objects and that's that's what we are. Really, that's that's what the culture is. I mean I, I look at you and I see this massive dollar sign over your head. And so that's why I try yeah. to recruit you. Right. All sarcasm all sarcasm and there is a lot of truth. It's rooted in a lot of truth. But as summer sales cultures go, the one that I uh, assimilated myself into very slightly uh, it's about as good as it gets it's less bad than the other ones so, there's that and there were like great things but I like I had a lot of good friends there so okay. you know, like John that's why I'm here yeah I'm like, I would agree I didn't know what a podcast was let alone what this podcast was going to be about but he just said come join my podcast it'll be fun and I said okay because here we are well, perfect yeah Perfect. So that's where, that's where the truth was. Uh-huh. Um, and, you know, I really, I like that a lot just because I, I get that there is a stigma with it. <laughs> I've met a lot of salesmen and I've met a lot that definitely follow the stigma and a lot that just genuinely make fun of it. And that's where I feel like that first stone is. Yeah, exactly. Like we can all make fun of it. <laughs> I think all of us can definitely make fun of that. <laughs> right. <laughs> Try to get rid of the stigma too because... Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I think the only way to get rid of the of the stigma is to get rid of summer sales. So. Yeah. <laughs> just, like, just like, don't do it. Exactly. Just be poor for college, and it's okay. Right. Just going to debt is the American dream. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I never had to do that, though. Like, I just paid for school the old-fashioned way and was smart with my money. Yeah, there you go. And now, boom. Mike, Mike is very, goes. very smart with his money. Right. And so I'm beholden to nothing and nobody, but I only did summer sales once, and it was after I graduated, just for, like... Oh, for the sake of education, you know. <laughs> so, okay, so you already graduated then. I did, yeah. Well, with a bachelor's degree. Okay. But what did you get your bachelor's in? Oh, that was uh, political correctness. Political correctness, <laughs> yes. And then he threw it right out the window in that sales <laughs> But uh, All right. <laughs> student of psychology. So. Student of psychology, cool. Yeah. So are you getting a grad degree now too with it? or? Uh, I will. I'm planning on doing a master's in social work so I can... Um, help people 
in the world. Oh, cool. With problems. Cool. Especially, not just not just pest control. control. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. That's beyond pest control. One of the best ways you can help people is to take their money and sign them up for things. <laughs> yeah. and especially if it's with their credit card. Right. Yeah. Especially with the credit card. <laughs> people are numbers and dollar signs. <laughs> My goodness, this is a very politically correct episode, isn't it? <laughs> but anyway, part of this too, like we said, like I mean we're passing the stones, trying to get to know each other. And so with that, we want to know, Mike, where are you originally from? Well, I'll start it. I grew up. My old, my earliest memories are in Cedar City, Utah. That okay. Was, that was my hometown. Yeah. The, the Paris of the West. The Paris of the West. <laughs> Look at that. You already right off the bat. Yeah. See, because that's part of what we like to do. We like to give our hometowns nicknames. Oh. I'm from the city of Dreams, Linden, Utah. And I'm oh, from wow. Bountiful, the land of plenty. The land, of, yes. And you remember that it's not just a city of plenty. Yes, it is the I, land of plenty. I thought about it really hard that it's time. Just... <laughs> a lot of times I fumble over that name for some mm-hmm. reason. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. But we already have yours. It's the Paris of the West. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't know you guys did that nickname thing. Yeah. Well, yeah. look at you. People who listen to that probably think I did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that. Oh, man. But... So tell us, tell us about what it was like growing up in the Paris of the West, Cedar City, Utah. <clears throat> well, the tallest building was a little different than what you might have expected based on my nickname I gave it. <laughs> there was a parking garage uh, oh. that got built sometime during my adolescence, and so you could like <laughs> go build a giant snowman on top of it or something. Oh, heck was, yeah. You could make it a little taller. Well, so right. how tall was it, do you know? How many uh, stories? Uh four yes that's awesome <laughs> four stories yeah. with the snowman on top counted even five they or seven because there's three layers they True. have a temple uh-huh. now, though so the temple is bigger and it's on a hill ah it outranks the parking garage. <laughs> so but if the temple up, has was... a parking garage. Oh, that's true. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. structure. Um, oh, man. That's the ground up there was fun. Um, <laughs> the funnest thing I did was probably just play sports. That was really like all I... Uh, you're a big football player, weren't you? Uh, well, I was small, but I liked, <laughs> but I liked it. I, I really enjoyed fan. playing football and running. I wasn't that good at either one of them. It just mm-hmm. like I was just a really passionate individual, like especially physically. Like I was a very aggressive, somewhat violent person in appropriate places, uh, and that wow. was like that was where a lot of my energy was channeled. Was uh, <laughs> athletics, I guess. Cool. All right. Yeah. Yeah. That well, well, good. Good, man. We're happy about that. <laughs> and glad that you aren't aggressive on podcasts. That would be a scary. Right? Yeah. If you get me on the right subject, I might be. But, <laughs> yeah. but I do, I kind of want to go back to that parking garage. I'm thinking about it now. Do you think people in France look at the Eiffel Tower and think, you know, we can make that a little bit taller by putting a snowman on top of it? <laughs> I mean. It would, yeah, wow. I would probably think of that if I lived there. Like, I mean, that's what I thought of the parking garage. It naturally follows that I would think of that at the Eiffel Tower, too. Oh yeah, um, you could. Yeah, I feel like it would be <laughs> impaled. It would be a little bit gruesome. Was, yeah, it would. Yeah, it have to be a morbid snowman. Yeah, you couldn't put ketchup bottles in the middle of it. Nah, definitely not. Mm-hmm. Mostly because I bet the French are so staunchy they hate ketchup. Yeah, for its American idealism. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What is that called? What's the the nice mustard called? The, the really Dijon. Expensive. Dijon mustard. Yeah. Is that French? It kind of sounds French. It sounds a lot like French. The yeah. Dijon. <laughs> Dijon's mustard. Dijon. Dijon's mm-hmm. mustard. Yeah. The Swedish John's mustard. The Swedish like. John's <laughs> mustard. We gotta market that. <laughs> Maybe the Frenchies bleed yellow, so a snowman would like if it wanted to resemble blood, it would be Dijon oh my mustard gosh. blood. Makes sense because the French are scared. 
They but are. I think we actually have some fans in France, so if you're listening to this and you're a little bit offended, we are sorry. <laughs> we love your toast. We do love your toast and your fries. <laughs> Absolutely. And your kissing. Oh, and your yes. kissing. <laughs> and your kissing. Sure <laughs> we sure do that. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's probably my favorite of all of them. Especially being a summer sales guy, that's what people are to me. Right. I'm a summer sales guy, but I'm also a Latter-day Saint who doesn't want to go too far, so I see women as... French kissing opportunities and money signs. <laughs> there you French go. French kissing opportunities and money signs. The French kissing opportunities that I buy with all the dollars that I made as a summer sales bro. He just defined Nickmo. <laughs> I did. He did. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. And the epitome of Nickmo comes from the summer sales culture, I'm guessing. I so. think they oh, probably yeah. invented it. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah, thanks, Frenchies. <laughs> <laughs> But, um, anyways, so, I mean, I feel like, I feel like with stones are rolling now. Stones and, are rolling. And with that, Swedish John, you got the get to know you question of I the week. I do. Are you ready? I mean, Mike, uh, one, another thing about him, he is a very fashionable person. He loves his clothes. And got it. He loves a lot. Like he's wearing the Reliant K t-shirt right now. I, know, I get it. Dude, right? it's got a thing going oh, on. I love hmm? them. Oh, yeah. I do too. What is the best Reliant K song? Sorry to interrupt this. Oh, my gosh. I can't even. Are you asking me or? Are oh, both of you. I don't know. <laughs> I can't think right now. I'm sick. <laughs> but I saw them live once. Oh, yeah? I did too. My what friend opened it? them for them. What year? Yeah. I'm just wondering <laughs> if I was there. <laughs> 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 uh, 2008? Oh, that was a long time ago. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. My friend opened it for them. I don't yeah, know. I bought this shirt at their concert. I had the exact same shirt before I bought this one. But, and I wore it all through high school. And then after my mission, I went to their concert and bought this oh one, which is the same thing. <laughs> I just, same okay. color and everything? Yeah, mm-hmm. same nice. color. Just a size up. All right. I was a lot skinnier in high school. So. Well, just so we can throw a song in here like we do every oh, week, yeah. name a Relying K song. Uh, Sadie Hawkins Dance. Classic. All right. Boom. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> we'll throw it in there. With the Sadie Hawkins dance in my what? In my khaki pants, there's nothing better. Oh, oh, oh. Girls ask the guys, it's always a surprise. There's nothing better, baby, do you like my sweater? Because he likes fashion. He does like fashion. And so, And this is the question. Are you ready? If you could be any article of clothing, Mike Snow could be any article of clothing in the entire world. Um, I knew you would get excited about this. What would you be? <laughs> oh, man. Dude, I'd be a super worn out pair of jeans. Oh, nice. I've been patched several times. Would they be dope jeans? Dope as prick, dude. <laughs> get self-censorship. Just for the heck of it, too, we're probably still going to bleep it. <laughs> Just to make it sound like right. right. You should look for other things you can bleep me on that will like, make it sound like yeah. something bad. Oh, we will. That's a funny, funny little uh, trend that we've got on YouTube these days. Yeah. Okay, so what shade of blue? Um, man... I'm honestly torn between blue and black, actually. Mm. Oh, okay. So torn just like the jeans are. Yeah, I'm wearing these black ones right now that I'm in the process of fading to gray. So um, (laughs) I might go with that, like a faded black, which would be actually gray. Okay. Faded black, which is actually gray. Yeah. That sounds like the next hot topic. you'll know that they used to be black. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Everyone will know. (laughs) That's what you can say. That could be a hot topic right there. Not only sold it hot topic. Yeah. I mean. (laughs) Hot topic if you're looking to sponsor anybody. (laughs) This is your podcast. (laughs) I don't actually shop at hot topic, but sponsor these guys anyway. Yeah. Thank you. Well, we don't either, but that's all right. Oh, good. Our wife does. Okay, yes, our wife does. (laughs) Which, yeah. (laughs) But, um, anyway, I think. 
for me personally, I think I would be, um, man, uh, a novelty necktie. Really? Just, wow. yeah. Don't really know which kind. I would want to be made out of wool somehow. Mm-hmm. Definitely. But probably just a picture of Santa Claus on there or something. Wool with Santa Claus. Wool with Santa Claus on it. Wow. With something kind of dirtier. I don't know. Something inappropriate written there. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> It'd be like Santa Claus making a weird face and then saying, like, after kissing mommy. I don't know. <laughs> I like that. But yeah. <laughs> Kenzie does not. <laughs> but Word I don't know. to church. Yeah. <laughs> In truth, I'd probably be a flannel shirt, just so I could always keep Kenzie warm. Is that a good save? <laughs> nice. I could be a sales bro. Yeah, you could. Anyway. That was close. Way to back it up. Yeah, anyway, John, what would you be? Um, I would be... So, you remember when you were a child, and you got new <laughs> shoes, and you're like, oh my gosh, I can run so fast in these. <laughs> I'd be a child's shoes, so I could make him run really fast. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you know, child's Nikes. Yes, child's yes. Nikes. Did they have, like, a superhero on them or anything? Or? They, when you'd stomp, it would stomp red, white, and blue. <gasps> stomp red, white, and blue. Captain like America. Captain America. Oh, yeah. yes. Uh-huh. Always run faster. Dude, so I actually bought a pair of running shoes in high school one time because they were red, white, and blue, and I was thinking of Captain America. Really? So <laughs> and look at Stone Pass. I wasn't a mm-hmm. child, though. I was just, like, well, I was, like, 17. I mean, here's the thing. Like, we're all older. Our bodies are older. But me, I don't know if you guys, but mentally, I'm still a child. I know and, that about you. Yes, right? <laughs> I know. <laughs> so don't worry. It. I mean, um, clearly, I want to be a novelty necktie. <laughs> a little bit of a child in me. But I think it's a stone you have with Kenzie, because she wears child shoes. I do. Yeah, you could, she could fit into really? those pairs of shoes. I can make you run so fast. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, a sales bro tactic. <laughs> no, believe me. Believe me. At the same time. <laughs> yeah, you are all our wife. That's true. The faded jeans, the novelty tie slash uh, flannel shirt, and the child uh-huh. shoes. There's the stove. <laughs> Believe me. Oh, that's it. You know it. I know it. Everybody knows <laughs> it. Everybody knows it. It's huge. It's huge. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to make Mexico pay for it. The clothes made in China, though. <laughs> China. 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I guess with that, too, do you like impersonating Trump? I do, yeah, actually. Yeah, oh, if you like, look at my Instagram, I put one on there one time of me like doing a Trump face. A Trump face. Do you really? Lips yeah, puckered. I think he's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> he's he is pretty funny. He's a freaking clown, dude. <laughs> Some of those things he says, no, I like China. I like the Chinese. I promise you, I like the Chinese. <laughs> but whatever. Billions and billions. <laughs> yeah. But no, I get that. But I do understand there are a lot of people out there that probably don't uh, think that that's all the way appropriate, you know, and don't think that it's appropriate to make fun of a president. Hmm. And that's okay. But, you know, what we what we want to do here now is give you a different kind of scenario and ask mm-hmm. you if it's okay to do that. And what we call the is it okay to scenario part of our show. <laughs> okay. All right? So I came Wait, up with that. you didn't that. know that was coming. No. Yeah. <laughs> so I came up with it today, and it's going to be, it's a little bit simpler, all right? So Also, let's... sorry, I just realized I'm looking him up on Instagram. His middle name is John, so that's another stone pass. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, but, keep, keep going. Okay. <laughs> so I know that there are some people out there, like, say when you were on a mission and, like, you know, you had a companion that needed to, you know, like, do the dishes and you would, like, put their dishes in their bed or something. <laughs> or you have a roommate, like, same thing kind of applies, right? But now I'm thinking of something a little bit different, all right? Let's say that you have a roommate that borrows your car for an entire week, right? And when he returns it, he doesn't fill up the gas tank, 
All right, uh, kind of a kind of a crappy move to do right there. Right. But so you, to make sure that he never does that again, get a gallon of gasoline instead of putting it in your car. You dump that all over his bed, light it on fire. <laughs> Is it okay to do that? <laughs> Dude, I think if you suggest that to me in that situation, provided that all those stars were aligned, I, I don't think I would have any choice but to do it. All right. That would be not just like an, an option, but anybody with a conscience that's obviously the right thing to do. right well all right see this is why i like mike because most people would obviously say no but him along with me would say of course it's okay it's a moral obligation, <laughs> it's a moral obligation. i kind of feel that too <laughs> except yeah i don't know why you wouldn't just go and put the gallon of gas in your car except for it does have to be done like there is a principle to be set there right so you have to make the sacrifice play exactly gallon, it's only two dollars and 79 cents if it's the same price as it was at smith's right day. and that is well worth getting the message across. I was gonna say I think it actually dropped to two seventy seven, oh. like as of this morning. So. Even more last. worth it. Yeah, and if you have a Smith's reward card, you can save like three cents to the gallon. So mm. pretty good. Two seventy four. Yeah, it took me a while to do that math. Pretty but good, I did it. but you got you got it down. <laughs> and you're not gonna guess at the Smiths if you don't have a Smith's reward card. So it's true. true. It's two seventy four. It's two seventy four. <laughs> <laughs> but yep, exactly. <laughs> so anyway, with all of this. Um, you know, it's been, it's been a pleasure just getting to know you right now and, uh, getting to know what you view as okay, getting to know the Paris of, uh, the West in, uh, Cedar City, Utah. <laughs> and, uh, at this point, we just feel like we've passed enough stones with you that we know exactly how your life is going to play out. So we like to do a little service here for you, uh, by writing you an obituary. So, yeah, we know exactly how it is going to go now. And, uh, John, I mean, what, what do we got right now? So as of right now, we're going to take some uh, time right now and write these obituaries. And for all you listeners out there, enjoy this free ska music. Welcome back. Uh, Mike, did you enjoy your wait? Yeah, like waiting for you guys to write my obituary. Uh -huh. Yeah. <laughs> it's highly suspenseful. Yeah, let's just hope that you aren't excited just wait for it all to happen. But, <laughs> so mine reads, well, so first off, while we were on that break, Mike was telling us a little bit about um, some songs that he likes. We're going to throw those in right here. You guys will hear it. One's by uh, Bon Iver, here it goes, and uh, we'll get the other ones later. So, all right. Mike the Bro Snow died this last week on the 39th of October, 2097, after he lit his roommate Donald Trump's mattress on fire, and Donald, in a fit of rage, sentenced him to death. I mean, the whole story goes that the Don borrowed his car for a week and didn't fill it up when he returned it, so naturally Mike had to light the mattress on fire. Uh, unfortunately, Don didn't see that that was just a natural consequence of it, and used his power to... Uh, sentenced Mike to death by jumping off of the parking structure in Cedar City, the highest building in Cedar City. <laughs> Trump then held a press conference and said, <clears throat> Mike's death is going to be huge and Mexico's going to pay for it. And Mike's final words before he jumped were, Bro, remember me for two things, women and dollar bills. Amen. Amen. That was it. Yeah. Women and dollar bills. Amen. Yeah. So totally me. Yeah. 
I'm glad you enjoyed it. Sure, wish I could give you a second. Because I love no, being rich. No, no, no. I love being rich and I love objectifying women. So, uh, so the fact that you were living with Donald Trump already was just perfect. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, Trump. Oh, got? man. Are you ready? Donald Trump, yeah. All right. Mike Snow, the dopest of the dope, died on Saturday, April 49, 2084, after a tragic accident in Cedar City's second tallest building, the parking lot, or the parking structure. Mike wandered to the top floor and began creating his best friend, a snowman. He named it Donald. To make it more realistic, Mike took er, took his dope gray pants, originally black, off and put them on Donald. Little did Mike know, his pants had superpowers which brought Donald to life, allowing him to have a voice. He began talking to Mike, demanding ridiculous requests for more dope clothes, but Mike wouldn't budge. Mike charged Donald with the dope of taking back his pants, but Donald made a snow gun out of his bum (laughs) and backed Mike up to the edge of the parking building. After dramatically looking down at the ground from the fourth story like they do in the movies, Mike knew his fate. He turned to look at Donald and said, Just so you know, Manners cost nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Donald replied with, China. And shot Mike in the chest, sending him off the edge. His last words as as he was falling were, I'm thankful for the French. Especially for their kissing. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> See? <laughs> oh, what a life I'm going to live. Oh, really? What a death I'm going to die. Yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of weird to me because we don't, like, plan it, but somehow we always end up saying, like, really similar <laughs> things. Is that, like, a formula? Like, insert person, insert... <laughs> no, it just... Oh, oh, man. Dude, you guys are so sick. So, essentially... 18 episodes down. Yeah. Yeah. Essentially, what's happening is that that's how you're going to die. Yeah. So, yep. Just watch out for that parking (laughs) track. I wouldn't recommend going to the top anytime soon. (laughs) At least in the years 2084 and 2097. Yep. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. But but at least for now, I mean, your life obviously isn't coming to an end, but this podcast is. Mm -hmm. And so, um, Mike, as we end, we just want to get your words of encouragement for our audience. These are just any words. They can be encouraging or discouraging. Just any words for encouragement's sake that you want to, um, you know, just tell our audience as we end. Oh, gosh. You know, there's so many things I want to say to you guys. <laughs> We've come so close <laughs> so far <laughs> in these last 30 minutes. I, I guess what I'd really like to tell you is when you're on a precipice, so to speak, <laughs> even as high as four stories I look like it's a long way down it's really a stepping off point and it is literally a stepping off point but it's like they say in those death metaphors like you know you're going somewhere else you're going down to the ground and it's going to be a, a real heck of a ride it just just enjoy the ride you only you only get to take that ride once because it's four stories and that's a long way so it's, it's all going to come to an end so um Whatever you were doing in that parking lot, if you were building a snowman or if you were one of the kids in high school that was successful at getting girls and you were making out with them in your car, because I sure wasn't doing that in high school because I didn't know how to talk to girls. Um, whatever you were doing, just like do it like hardcore. Like, <laughs> Because it's all going to end soon. That's Whatever right. you're doing, do it hardcore. All right. Yeah. Yeah, that's the takeaway. And that's it, yeah. 
So great words of encouragement there. I like it. And uh, it's a great episode. Thank you again, Mike, for coming on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, thank you. Dude, thanks. <laughs> and so until next time, yo paso piedras. Yo paso piedras, stand off. And together <laughs> we are passing <laughs> down <laughs> with John and Spencer. <laughs> Good night, <laughs> Good night, <Arden. laughs> All right. <laughs>